Welcome to the A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. And also the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, keeping your information safe online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the Nashville, Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. Zach, final score, 28 Titans, 23 Falcons. The Titans are officially 3-4. and four. They're 3-0 and oh at Nissan Stadium, and they're 1-0 and oh as Will Levis is the starting quarterback. 19-29, 238 yards in the air, four touchdown passes, and he also ran the ball effectively, a couple tush pushes on quarterback sneaks. I don't know if Mike Vrabel and crew saw my rant from a few weeks ago after the Colts game about that, but my goodness, Will Levis was on absolute fire throughout that entire game. Uh, Zach, I'll let you kind of give your opening statement before we hear from the Titans rookie starter yesterday. Well, at 2-4 and four, prior to yesterday's game, this was a 2017 football team. Whether they were 20 or 17, that's about how many points that they would score. And they didn't get a ton of offensive firepower until number eight finally stepped foot on the field and showed his, his ability, his downfield throws. I mean, it was an impressive performance. And we'll talk about Will Levis in depth as we get into the show. But man, this was a jolt of energy for Titans fans as they have been waiting on somebody to ignite this team. And Will Levis did that yesterday in an impressive performance. Austin, two and five is a lot different than three and four, especially on a short week, especially heading right around the corner of the trade deadline, which is about a little over 24 hours from now. And you got Steelers on Thursday. And so... This is, there's so many things to talk about. And it is, it is exciting. It's what Titans fans have been wanting. And, you know, I, I was truly, and I think anybody who watches football, whether you cheer for the Titans or you cheer for the Vikings or you cheer for the Panthers, it doesn't matter. When a young quarterback gets his opportunity, especially what we experienced and Will Levis experienced in the draft, to come out and perform the way that he did, you feel happy for the kid, right? You feel yeah. excited. He've, you've gone through a lot. You've learned from Ryan Tannehill. You've experienced from even Malik Willis. And now you get your shot and you take advantage of it. So it's it's joyous to see that no matter what team you're you're rooting for, a young quarterback come out and have that type of game. It's just one game, yep. but an impressive one game to start Will Levis's career. Absolutely. And Will Levis, his NFL debut, four touchdown passes. We remember, Zach, you were there. You were in Tampa when Marcus Mariota 
out-dueled Jameis Winston and threw four touchdowns in his NFL debut. And Jameis Winston's first career touchdown pass was to who? Jameis Winston's first career touchdown pass was to who? To a Titan. Yeah. Cody Sensible. <laughs> Cody <laughs> Sensible reference here on the show. I, I got Cody Sensislaw <laughs> out of my mind a long time ago. But uh, Will Levis, the third NFL player to ever throw for four touchdowns in his NFL debut, joining former Titan Marcus Mariota and also NFL Hall of Famer Fran Tarkington. So Will Levis is either a Hall of Famer or he's not going to get his he's going to get his fifth year option picked up that he doesn't have, and then he's going to go play for the Raiders and the Falcons and the Eagles. So who knows? He could be anywhere in between Fran Tarkenton and Marcus Mariota after that performance. But let's hear Derrick Henry also had a hundred yard rushing game in that uh, with his long of only fourteen. But Derrick Henry, a hard day's earned work uh, right there with a hundred yards in Will Levis's debut. Here is the Titans superstar running back on the rookie quarterback. Derrick guys today and seeing a rookie like Will Levis come in and did what he did. How much confidence did that just give the offense overall? Yeah, um, he was balling, huh? Um, yeah, he was playing out of his mind. Um, you know, it was it was it was good to see because um, he worked so hard and I can tell he was uh, locked in all week. Um, you know, throughout the week through, through practice, and uh, we were just all excited um, to see it come together for him and the offense and us being a fin- finish drives and make some explosive plays. What was his command like in the huddle? Oh, I mean, he was calm, um, cool, and collected. Um, you know, he took charge when he needed to. Um, you know, vo- was uh, uh, was was voicing um, you know what we needed to do better, and um, you know, echoing what the coaches are giving him and, and um, he was saying it to us. So he did a great job and um so glad that, you know, he had a, a great game today. Yeah, I mean, it was an incredible performance from Will Levis. I had a quarterback rating of 130, managed the game really well. And Zach, I'll tell you the moment that I thought, oh, Will Levis has something good going on was his touch pass to Derrick Henry on the third and one he converted right before the DeAndre Hopkins touchdown pass, the first of three DeAndre Hopkins touchdown catches of the day. But when Will Levis on third and one floated that easily catchable ball out to his running back near the sideline to convert the third and one, that's where I thought to myself, oh, the Titans might have a guy who can play this quarterback position at a high level. Well, he had a couple of those passes, right? That just started the day. Here is something that I noticed that I actually didn't see on Twitter. I was waiting for this show to talk about and bring up. Okay. You know the moment that I noticed that Will Levis had something? Did you check his wrists? Because he wasn't sitting here reading off of a play sheet, flipping up, going in the huddle. He didn't have a play sheet on his wrist. He had two tape bands. Well, he didn't have anything written on those tape bands. He was doing this all from memory, all from preparation. He would look at the sideline. He'd look at Tim Kelly. He'd get the play. He'd walk his ass over to the huddle, and he would tell the play to all other 10 guys, all from memory. I was super impressed with that. That was the moment that I said, wow. He has really – and I, I, I will be honest, I didn't go back to the Kentucky film and see if he did it that way. But I saw that on Sunday, and I so, said, wow, this guy is not relying on what you you tend to see. And look, it's not that massive of a deal, but it does 
make me feel in his first NFL game to not have a little cheat sheet on his wrist. I was very impressed with that. Now, now Zach, I've known you for a long time. I think I've known you over 10 years at this point. And I also know about you that you have a pet peeve that you don't like when waiters at restaurants try to memorize your order. You like, you want them to write it down so they don't mess it up. But this is Will Levis didn't have his notepad in his little apron there to make sure he remembered the order. He was going and it was, and it was executed very well. And Austin, if I get a waiter that doesn't write it down and gets my order perfect, I don't give a damn <laughs> because that's all we're trying to do is get the plays in and execute. And he had some savvy, like veteran type plays that a first game rookie quarterback, I just didn't expect. I'm sitting here kicking myself, you know, towards the third and fourth quarter, not just putting, you know, $15 flyer on Will Levis to throw four touchdown passes at like plus 10,000 on BetMGM. I don't even know if that was available, but I was super impressed. Let's not talk about his play right now, but just from his command and composure and man, and we knew the talent and the, the physicality. I mean, this man's arms. Oh, here's a note. Will Levis's arms, pretty damn impressive. Derrick Henry, not many people can wear a sweater vest, no undershirt. Derrick Henry can. Will Levis can. Yeah, I was about to say, Will Levis is probably, because somebody uh, commented on Derrick Henry saying he needs to fire his stylist. I disagree. When you've got Derrick Henry guns, you can wear that. And I and I was going to follow up with, Will Levis is the only other player on that roster that could probably rock that same sweater. <laughs> because right. the dude... And also, Will Levis, incredible, epic photo shoot after the game. I don't know if that was Pose. I don't know if that's just his Instagram experience that he's gotten in the past. But he had some incredible images uh, on that game. So, Zach, uh, let's get to Will Levis uh, and his comments after the game. Because I think poise is a big way to describe Will Levis. And we're going to see that in action with how he described his first game. But first, Krebs Kubota is where you should turn. For all of your equipment needs, Krebs Kubota uh, is an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Murfreesboro, Columbia, and in Franklin. Their website's KrebsKubota.com. Not only do they have the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota line, they have the best warranties for that equipment in the industry because of what Kubota has that no other uh, equipment brand has that. And Krebs Kubota has the best customer service because they are family-owned and operated for over 18 years. And their great work has had them expand across Middle Tennessee from just Columbia to now Franklin and Murfreesboro over the last 18 years. So when you need something for equipment, the holidays coming up, maybe someone you let, maybe a quick nudge. Hey, hey, honey, you need some new equipment so you can make the yard look better for the spring. KrebsKubota.com. It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download that BetMGM app. Yesterday, I didn't have a bad day. I did not have a bad day. I didn't hit the Will Levis four touchdown plus a bazillion, but I did hit a parlay thanks to BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. You got Monday Night Football tonight. You got Lions in Detroit wearing a, a different type of helmet like the Titans did. They've got their alternates going tonight. They play the Raiders. Get in on the action at BetMGM. Download the app today and use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, let's hear from rookie quarterback Will Levis on his NFL debut for the Tennessee Titans yesterday. Uh, like I've been saying, just this, it's the game I love, and there's nothing better than winning a football game. And uh, 
Coach Brave was saying, you know, we made it a little harder than we needed to, but we got the win. That's all that matters, and got to get ready for this short week against Pittsburgh. What was, your, what was your nerve level coming in, Will? And, and uh, you know, any any anxiety? And, and if so, did it go away? I was up and down all the last couple of weeks. I think there were certain days where I was kind of, you know, feeling the butterflies a little bit, but really just, you know, confidence and just keeping that neutral, uh, just you know, headspace on everything. And I didn't really have any of those feelings today, so that was good. Yeah, I was telling Travis in our locker room, I was like, I think you're the last person to hit me <laughs> since we brought you over from Chicago. But um, yeah, I mean, just playing quarterback, obviously season through season, you're going that long amount of time without getting hit. But I mean, it's, it's football. I'm used to it, obviously playing it as long as I have. And uh, it's good to be able to play the full game. I, I mean, this is, this is a dream come true for sure. But I mean, we have, what, what time is it right now? Yeah, I got 12 minutes to celebrate it before we're on to Pittsburgh, as, as Vrabel said. So. Oh, man. I mean, like the way that he approached it, you can tell that he was feeling that. I think that the other interesting thing about what Will Levis had to say in postgame was you saw his interactions with his Titans teammates. Obviously, everybody, it's easy to celebrate with somebody you don't know that very well when everything's going great. But him dropping the fact that he's been talking to Travis Gibson, uh, who is one of the bottom guys on the Titans roster after being brought over on the waiver wire uh, from the Chicago Bears. And you can you could see the relationships that Will Levis has already developed and the amount of trust that he's already garnered from a lot of his teammates because of the way he prepares. Zach, you brought up the no wristband as being one of the more impressive aspects of Will Levis's debut throwing four touchdowns. The fact that I remember Colton Dowell, seventh-round rookie, just remembering every time he's seen Will Levis in the locker room throughout training camp, he's just got his nose buried in his tablet going through uh, the playbook. Football guy, third-generation football guy. He loves to play quarterback. That's what he was born to do. Uh, and he looked the part and played the part yesterday. Some things that Will Levis mentioned was good to play the full game, right? You got to remember at Kentucky, he had injuries. He was dealing with that. He was in the mm -hmm. booth one Music City night, right? The Music City Bowl. He wasn't playing. And so he got an opportunity to play. We'll talk about the plays that he didn't play later on in the show. But for, for what Will Levis, you expect butterflies. You expect that, especially the long, drawn-out couple of weeks, right, with the bye week knowing that Tannehill was injured, knowing that he was going to get an opportunity, whatever that was, whether it was 75% of the snaps, it was 99% of the snaps, whatever 25% of the snaps, he knew he was going to get an opportunity and he took advantage of every moment yeah. of that opportunity. And really, I mean, he put on a show, which I think was super impressive, not only to Titans fans that were at the game or watching at home, but everybody around the country, right? Everybody knows about Will Levis because of the NFL draft. That is a spectacle in itself. And when you finally, even, even if it's football night in America and they're just showing highlights, you get an opportunity to talk about Will Levis for any amount of time that goes nationwide. That's good publicity for the Titans, at least new quarterback for now. Yeah, no doubt about that. It is eSports here live. I do want to get to some super chats before we get uh, you guys more involved this morning on uh, with our first question. Andre says, let me get this out of the way early. If Levis continues this type of play, I'll wave the I was wrong flag high. Damn, what a performance. He's confident. Uh, skeptical says, can we get back Kevin Byard? The tank is canceled. We're on the Mayo train. Let Tanny, 
let's trade Tanny for a veteran alignment. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, if Tannehill has any trade value, but he's also hurt. But you know, so are a lot of other quarterbacks. Hey, game, the Minnesota Vikings are in a very promiscuous situation based on on Kurt. And we can talk about this real quick because yeah, we, we still got another day, right? Doesn't happen until tomorrow afternoon. But the Vikings win back to back games. Kurt Cousins it's a third in the row. Kurt Cousins. We don't know what his Achilles is, but it's not great, it's, right? It's it's like Aaron Rodgers was two months ago. It's exactly. Terrible. So we yeah. can all the writing is on the wall there. So with that, with so I have heard the the collective bargain agreement, the CBA that the NFL has, is that you cannot trade and retain compensation for a player who cannot pass a physical, because I don't know if everybody remembers this. The Tennessee Titans attempted to trade wide receiver Derek Mason to the San Diego Chargers 20-plus years ago. But D-Mace failed a physical because he had a pop bursa sack or something in his knee, and that trade fell through because he could not pass that physical. It's fair With point. Ryan Tannehill's injury, I don't necessarily think he can pass a physical yet because it's only three weeks, uh, well, uh, two weeks, I guess, three weeks, since he sprained his ankle in London. I don't think that's possible. So... We'll have to see what happens, but you know the Vikings are desperate. Uh, Kenny Pickett also probably not going to play with bruised ribs. Uh, back to uh, Super Chats. Kick it to the King says, no one saw that coming from Levis. Great surprise. And Levis with a three-year vet. The fans were not booing Malik. We'll talk about that uh, later on for sure. DeMarco says, uh, another Super Chat, uh, Levis was throwing the ball away also instead of getting sacked, something that Tannehill or Willis don't do. He also took the sack. Which was the smartest thing that he could have possibly done. That was a great sack to take. Yep. The, the protection was outstanding, which you don't say from the Tennessee Titans standpoint uh, quite a bit. The protection was outstanding for Will Levis. Will Levis took advantage, and when it broke down, he didn't throw the football away. He made the Atlanta Falcons use their last time out, which in the end, that's a savvy quarterback play. Well, you know what's crazy, Zach? Because you just said the protection was really strong for Levis throughout the game, right? Doesn't it seems that way? It felt that way. But did you know that Will Levis was pressured on forty three percent of his dropbacks? That so forty three percent pressure is a high percentage. Maybe but, it is movement in the pocket and the feel that he had. The other thing that I love about Will Levis, and we'll get into it, but his eye contact down the field you know there's a huge polar difference than will levis and malik willis in throwing and playing football and super impressive read to read to read not freak out try to run he had a couple of times that he did tuck the ball and run which you expect to have from a rookie quarterback but his eyes are always downfield but maybe it is more kudos to his pocket presence then maybe I was trying to give more credit to the offensive yeah. line than Levis's pocket presence. Yeah, we'll talk about the offensive line later on. Uh, I do think Andre Dillard was better uh, after Chris Hubbard had to exit for a concussion. Uh, NPF does, does what he did at Ohio State, switch from left to right, right to left in game uh, for a tackle and letting Dillard come back in and play left tackle, and the Titans got that win. Andre, last super chat here real quick, uh, says checks and audibles of the line. Too excellent to see. No doubt about that. So, Zach, now let's get – to our first official question of the day for you and the audience. What's one word to describe Will Levis's four-touchdown debut in a big Titans win? What is one word to describe Will Levis's four-touchdown debut 
in a big Titans win over the Falcons. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com slash A to Z is where to go to get your new health plan, health, dental, and vision. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. They're a proud sponsor right there for the Tennessee Titans. They're a proud sponsor on A to Z Sports. So you got to trust them. If, if we're trustworthy companies, if you trust Will Levis and the company that he works for, you can trust our company and what you're watching right now. You can trust me as well because I endorse them because I use Farm Bureau Health Plans and have for almost two years, 75 plus years they've been in business all across the state of Tennessee. Health, Dental, and Vision, visit fbhp.com slash A to Z. Take a quick health assessment, get a quote, and switch your health plan if it makes sense. It made sense for me and my family. It can make sense for you and your family. All you got to do is go get that quote to start. fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. And with BetMGM, you can win big always with our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That means up to $1,500 back in bonus bets with your first bet offer. But you also, if you're an existing user at BetMGM, you can win even bigger with Same Game Parlay Plus at BetMGM. That means you can take one same game parlay and put it in another, in the same bet slip with another same game parlay. So if you're watching multiple games at once and you want to make sure you can put player props with other player props outside of the one game, you can do that now with BetMGM, same par- game parlay plus at BetMGM. Make sure you sign up with BetMGM. Game Sense reminds you to play responsibly. BetMGM for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements. Rewards issued at knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets inspired seven days. And for problem games, port called Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Zach, I will send you to the chat for everybody's one word to describe Will Levis's four-touchdown performance in a big Titans win in his NFL debut. Got a big show this morning, so kudos to the chat. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling all the way up because of all of the comments, so we appreciate each and every one of you guys. We'll try to get to as many comments as possible. Let's see. Uh, As you keep scrolling, I'll give Titan Kong uh, a shout-out for his uh, Super Chat. Thanks, Austin and Zach. Who is ready for some mayonnaise? Uh, I I personally am not. (laughs) No, Zach is anti-mayonnaise unless it's in honey mustard. And I hate to even admit that. Let's not even talk about that to not ruin the honey mustard experience for me. But uh, let's see. Zigo's promising shining from Steven Electric from Brandon. Shocking from Tighten Up. Promising from Chandler. Historic there from Tress. Putting into the company of Fran Tarkenton and Marcus Mariota. Opportunistic from Alonzo. Starter from Eric Luck right there. Uh, Hassani says Mariota. Poise from IR. Brandon says explosive star from Michael. Virtuoso from Justin. (laughs) Impressive from John. Shocking from Jay. Drayden says uh, brilliant. Refreshing from Trevor. Enlightening from Brad. Impressive from Ashley. Unexpected from Hello, ladies. Little shout out to Val Venus right there. Starstruck from W. Cownan Elite. From Nate's burner account. I wonder what actually Nate thinks. Austin says clutch, not you, Austin, but Austin Bomb. Revived from Demetrius. Promising from Chris. Inspiring. A lot of great words as we scroll on down. Needed from TJ Hines, which you know, needed at two and four. You go to two and five, your goose is cooked. You're done. You're yeah. toast. And that and game they're not could have gone the other way. Like the Titans defense had to get a big stop at the end, too. 
Devin is aroused. Uh, scary is lovely. Beginning historic job saving uh, from Gannon uh, on brand. We've got explosive. I mean, tons of words coming in here. How would you categorize Austin? Your one word of Will Levis's performance yesterday yeah. for the first time in not necessarily two tone blue, but Oilers blue, which we hadn't even gotten to. I will say looks so damn good on the field, literally the paint on the field with the big oil Derek in the center and on those players. It was a great throwback game yesterday. Yeah, I was. I said on the post game show yesterday. I, I wonder how fast they can get those things back in white so they can wear them in Pittsburgh on Thursday night. But uh, before I get to my one word, Nathan, Nathaniel Allen says, "Allison says, Mr. Jones is equivalent to a circus." So that's one word there. And King VC with the super chat says, "Unlocked." So unlocked, throwing it back to my guy Austin Hooper who got unlocked. But Zach, my one word yesterday in the post game show was bananas, just because of how crazy back and forth that was on Will Levis throwing four touchdown passes, three of which were in the top 10 of air yards of touchdown passes in the NFL this season, which is crazy. Three of his uh, four touchdown passes were in the air for over 50 yards yesterday. The only one that wasn't was the D-hop crossing route, his second of the day. But the two first ones, the D-hop, and, uh, and then the one to NWI, where Levis was about 10 to 15 yards back rolling away, beautiful play design off his back foot, throwing it across the field on a nice play action play from Tim Kelly in that design. But so here's where I have to come correct. Ryan says, love to see Austin give the Kentucky boy credit. No, he has to hate it deep down inside. I don't hate it deep down inside. And, but I will have to use my one word today, which is crow. Crow is my one word because that is what I have to eat for breakfast. That's what I have to eat for lunch and probably dinner and maybe leading up to Thursday. If, the, if Will Levis can beat the Steelers on Thursday night and Kenny Pickett can't play and the Titans are four and four going into a mini buy with a date against your Bucks in Tampa after Veterans Day with a chance to get over 500 against a beatable Bucks team, then I'm going to be eating crow for Thanksgiving too. And it is time for me to come correct. And I came prepared. I came prepared to roast myself. This is what I tweeted on draft night. I made this graphic. I created this off of the draft day movie, not Will Levis, no matter what. Well, Zach, I'm here today to tell you that I can't believe I walked into that koi pond. I mean, walk much. I'm a complete moron. What an idiot I am. It's I was wrong. I'm eating crow. Will Levis was phenomenal in that game. So my one word is crow. Well, that's fair. Look, you do the show long enough. You have good takes. You have bad takes. Yep. Uh, I was on the other end of that. I was pro Will Levis and I felt like it was a good draft pick. Did I think that he was going to no. start midway through the season? No. Did I think he was a developmental quarterback? Yes. But I thought that they needed to replace Tannehill with somebody besides Malik Willis. And they took a chance by trading. It's one game, boys and girls, right? Yep. So, but my one word is impressive. I was super impressed with Will Levis and everything that he did in that one game. And that's what we're talking about, right? Give me one word to describe Will Levis's performance yesterday. Not three years from now, 
not mm-hmm. his entire career, not the draft pick, not his Kentucky one game. And I was super impressed. And I, I would say this, it takes a lot to impress me. You gotta, you, I mean, I have very high standards. I have very high expectations, but I loved the command. I love the no wristband. I love the pocket presence. I loved the deep ball, baby. You talk about go deep, go deep. You heard, I mean, the people are yelling that in the crowd, go deep. Yeah. That, that's exactly what he did on multiple occasions. And I also love the quick release. His, his release, which, I mean, you, we've all seen that. I think it was like Kentucky. I don't know if it was a pro day or whatever, but of, of him just, it's mm-hmm. a whip, right? Yeah. And he has super arm talent. So does Patrick Mahomes. So does Josh Allen. That's what separates those type of quarterbacks because they have that super arm talent. Am I sitting here saying that Will Levis are those quarterbacks? No. But I was impressed with what he was able to do as a rookie quarterback that has never played in a single regular season game prior to Sunday. So golf clap to you, Will Levis. That was impressive. I was also yeah. impressed by Mariota the first time I saw him in Tampa. I was also impressed by Will Levis. And I think, here's the last thing I'll say. I think his teammates were as well. Yeah, and, and I, it's funny you brought up the the, the Morgan, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Mariota performance there from 2015 because I just pulled that game cast up to go look at that because I thought about this. Marcus Mariota's four touchdown performance against the Bucs was impressive. The Titans beat the Bucs 42 to 14 in Tampa in week one of the 2015 season. But the way Levis's four touchdowns happened were way more impressive and less likely to be a fluke than Mariota's. So I'm not saying that Mariota's was a fluke, but I don't think Marcus Mariota threw for a lot of four touchdown games in his career after that. And Will Levis, I'll tell you this, Will Levis did not have four touchdown passes in a game in college against the Power 5 opponent. He had three four-touchdown passing games in college, but all against group of five or less opponents, you know, directional school state and all that kind of stuff, tech, but nothing against an SEC or a Power 5 opponent. Talk about deep passes. Let's also recognize how perfect the pass was to Traylon Burks on multiple occasions, right? There were two. One, Traylon Burks' feet didn't get in bounds. He was out of bounds. He caught it. It was incomplete. The other one was a teardrop. It was a good defensive play by the Falcons secondary, but it was a great pass. And in this era of NFL, you have to move the football down the field. And Austin, there are not many times where we're sitting here saying the Tennessee Titans had 375 yards of offense, and we're not talking and leading the show with Derrick Henry. It just, yeah. it doesn't happen that often. There was a, a, a few, you know, Tannehill against the Raiders in Oakland uh, a few years back. I mean, he had he's had those games, but for a rookie to do this and flip the script and, and see the momentum that this could bring to this team and this franchise for this year, it's one game, yeah. but damn, it looked good. It's one game. And so going back to the Marcus Mariota performance, Mariota had the four touchdowns 
uh, in that game. He threw a slant on the opening drive Kendall to Kendall Wright. Wright, who took it 50-plus yards on a short pass that went the distance, right? And then Marcus Mariota's uh, three other touchdown passes, 12 yards to Bishop Sankey, four yards to Harry Douglas, one yard to Delaney Walker. And not only did the Titans get a pick six from Cody Sensiball to go up 14 nothing, they also got a three and out and a stop. Then they went up 21 nothing after the pass to Bishop Sankey from Marcus. And then all of a sudden it was 35 nothing. They got a couple short fields off of another Jameis pick and a turnover on downs to help Marcus Mariota out. And they were up 35-7. There was no pressure, right? Yeah, I think I, I, was, drinking, I was drinking rum by that time. Yeah, I'm there, definitely. Tampa. I don't know how you were feeling, if you were excited or, or bummed about the way that I was, was going. It was a win-win, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, as we were you know, playing for content, too, on radio at that point. But I thought the fact that Will Levis also was in a game where the Falcons came back. Taylor Heineke played incredible in the second half, putting up 20 points in the second half, outdueling the Titans in the second half. And Levis had to had to continue to make plays. Like, it wasn't like the game was over. He had to keep it going to help them win the game. And the end ended like a prototypical NFL game. You have about a minute 12 left to go or 20 left to go, and you got the ball, and you can go down there and win the football game. That's welcome to the NFL. Yeah. That that happens a lot every weekend, and it happened again. Uh, also, let's talk about down the stretch, Vrabel holding the refs accountable, right? You know, second down, it's not a first down. And, you know, at the end, the Falcons, and you have to remind me, who missed, who dropped the ball at the uh, end of the game? My guy, Van Jefferson. And I, and I, and I look, I covered Van when he was in high school. Van's a great guy. He was a great kid. Great guy. Now joined the Falcons under Arthur Smith has a lot of relationships there back in Nashville. He played at Ravenwood drops that pass. Lost the and game. I first, yeah. I, Lost the game. And I was like, Nick's their man, opportunity man. or chance huge yeah. for the Titans, but lost the game. And that's how it ended. And the Titans get out of there with an impressive win and a needed win. We talk about the three and four and the road ahead. The Steelers and the Bucks are both beatable teams. If you blink a couple of times, not talking about quarterback controversy, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But if, ifs and buts, beers and nuts, if they're able to beat Pittsburgh on a short week and beat Tampa down there in Tampa, you're sitting there at five and three in a completely different situation, yet to face the Houston Texans twice, and yet mm -hmm. to face the division leaders, the Jacksonville Jaguars, twice. So yeah. opportunity is there. You you have a uh, a tight AFC North, right? I mean that division is is probably going to steal a few, maybe a couple, but maybe a few wild card spots. And you're still fighting for your division if you're able to to get some W's in the next couple of weeks if you're the Titans. Yeah, A to Z Sports here live on the show. Uh, yeah, it'd be incredible if the Titans can get to five and four before they go to Jacksonville in Week Eleven. Then that would be pretty nuts. Jacksonville right now tied for the best record in the AFC at six and two uh, with the Chiefs and the Dolphins. A couple other super chats before we switch to our uh, other topic on today's show that is very interesting for sure. And Nija says, Austin, love you, my guy, giving me props for owning it. That's fine. I, just, I only write it because it's a super chat. Just want to make that clear. Uh, Nathaniel says, it's one game that said a hell of a lot. And Nathaniel also says the Falcons defense was top five before the game. Yeah, Falcons defense, top five, top ten, good. Whatever they well, were. Blown ranked. coverages. 
Yeah. And, and just getting torched down the field. And then Kane comes in here with a big super chat, more negative than most, but says four TDs as a rookie has been done before. Yeah, twice. Marcus Mariota and Fran Tarkenton. In the history of the league. In the history and over a hundred years of the National Football League. Yes, it has been done before, Kane. You are correct. Three times now to be exact. And Will Levis is the third. But Kane continues, win the division after two and four start. Now that will be impressive. I've seen this all overhyped BS before. Show fans more consistent wins and titles before the hype is validated. One and oh. Look, it's one and oh, Kane. Like cool your jets a little bit because that's not like it's, it's not nobody here should be discussing um, Will Levis as the next savior of the Tennessee Titans organization, but it damn for sure gives you a lot of hope on what this season can become and what the future can become because you at least saw how good it can be. It's not always going to be like that, but you saw what it can be. Yeah, I mean, did you watch Patrick Mahomes yesterday? Patrick Mahomes didn't look like what we've seen for Patrick Mahomes each and every week. Scored nine points and lost to the Broncos. Didn't play real well overall. Their team didn't. You have those weeks. You also have the superstar weeks. And I think it's just refreshing to see a rookie quarterback have superstar-type weeks. C.J. Stroud has had a couple of these weeks already this year. Now, they haven't been the... I think the performance that we saw from Will Levis, but he has been impressive at times. You're not going to see Anthony Richardson uh, for the rest of the year because of the surgery. And, you know, let's face it, Bryce Young is maneuvering a bad team. And he got his first win yesterday against those Texans. I, I, I think for what we saw for Titans fans, it's more about what has been missing, right? of the offense and what the ceiling could be. Brian Tannehill has left less touchdown passes than Will Levis. That that's something that's not nothing. Yeah. And look, what does it do? A quarterback who can make plays. It opens up Deandre Hopkins, who is out of the end zone for the first six games. It opens up a little bit Chig. Uh, of a little for sprinkle Chig. of Chig. If you catch the football it opens yeah. up even more at Chig. Uh, but what it is, what does it do? The Titans scoring touchdowns and not kicking field goals. What does that do? Put pressure on the opposing offense and gives confidence in Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Harold Landry, Arden Key, Jack Gibbons, Aziz, all those guys who combined for six sacks and a fumble recovery yesterday allows them to get a little lick in their chops and get after somebody and, and make it a big impact there. And it helps Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is strongest in the third and fourth quarters with a lead. We've seen that. We've seen enough of Derrick Henry to know yeah. that. And if Will Levis, with his arm and this receiving core, can give Derrick Henry a lead in the third and fourth quarter, usually good things happen. Yeah, no doubt. It is Esports here live on uh, this Monday show. I did see a, a comment from Jeremy Fowler, uh, who tweeted out earlier during the show here that uh, that Will Levis, fresh off his four-touchdown game, uh, and Ryan Tannehill still needing more time. Uh, with his ankle injury, barring any surprise, Levis will get the start against Pittsburgh on Thursday night. That's not a surprise. Not breaking any news there. But I, think, that, I think that's a yeah. Barring captain, surprise, it, it, covered his the, ass. He's not yeah, reporting I mean, it's, this. It's, but look, it's it's the captain obvious thing. It, like it needs it's it's said to be said, and you know, is it official? It's from Jeremy Fowler. We'll have to see well, how that surprise. goes. But, 
yeah, barring us, barring a surprise, uh, you know, Will Levis is going to start on Thursday night at Pittsburgh, but we've got another controversy to talk about. Malik Willis was booed when he re-entered the field in the second quarter. We want to ask you guys fair or foul for Titans fans booing when Malik Willis returned to the field in the second quarter. We've got Titans star players reactions on this too, but we want to know your, you guys are the fans not saying all you guys booed, but the fans booed when Malik Willis went out there fair or foul, but first, the Aura app can keep your information safe online. They've been keeping my information safe since April when I signed up. Over six months of me using Aura, who identified 30 data brokers that were selling my information to telemarketers and robocallers and spammers. They got me out of those lists on my behalf. I did nothing, didn't even lift a pinky. They did that in about five or six days. 30 data brokers, boom, my information gone from their database. And now I'm not getting any spam calls like that anymore. And that's, that's the truth. And Aura can do the same thing for you. And we're going to give you a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura. That's our link only for that two-week free trial, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Then you can work on password management and protection, credit and identity theft monitoring as well. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. BetMGM, they power this morning show. They are our title sponsor. We love BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z. Sports are the king of the sports books world. And you got Monday Night Football tonight in Detroit and the Las Vegas Raiders. They take on the Lions. You get a little action on that. Same game parlays. You got the World Series going on. Ball night. You got NBA basketball also uh, on the horizon as that has gotten kick-started last week and into this week. So download the BetMGM app and use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, so we're asking fair or foul for Titans fans to boo when Malik Willis entered the field in the second quarter. So just to set the scene, everybody knows, but to set the scene, Will Levis gets the third and short conversion, the tush push on the opening drive. Play number four, Malik comes in. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Malik comes in. Bad snap from Aaron Brewer, but Malik can't fall on the football. The Falcons get it. They kick a field goal to go up 3-0. Then Will Levis comes in, scores a touchdown. The Titans are driving. This is pre, it's still seven to three. Titans are in the red zone, first and 10. Malik Willis comes in the game. Levis comes off the field. This is like the drive after uh, Levis had the big bomb touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins for the first of his career. Malik comes on the field and Titans fans boo. So fair or foul for Titans fans to boo when Malik Willis came back on the field in the second quarter. Zach, I'll send you to the chat before we hear from Titans players. Steven says foul, Noah foul, Linwood foul, fair from Lou Man, foul from uh, Irene, fair from Nick. A couple of more fouls from Preston and Rambo. Jay says it was fair. Kyle and Anthony both say it was foul. Very foul from only Memphis. Foul from Dre. American Tough says foul, felt bad for the guy. He's one of our own. And I think that's what some of the players are expressing, right, that we'll hear from shortly. Byron says it's fair. Duran says fair. Extra fair from Chris Frazier. Mark says fair. He's a grown-ass man. Foul from Brandon. Foul from Matt. Uh, uh, Amar says foul. Maserati Max says foul. Duran says foul. Foul ASF from my guy, Cy. Foul from uh, Irene, who, who's already said 
So I think overall it is foul from the chat, but you do have Josh saying fair, Jason saying fair, Tress says completely fair, 305 says fair for the decision, not for the player. So specifies what he's saying fair or foul for. Brad says fair, Vrabel slash Kelly should know better. And I definitely think that Mike Vrabel and Tim Kelly are involved in this conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the fans are too, and the action is too. I think the chat is, if I could give it 65 to 70% foul mm-hmm. that fans should not have booed Malik Willis when he entered the game. Yeah. Kicking to the King with a super chat says fair. They were booing Mike Vrabel. He didn't learn this lesson from last year. These plays from Malik never work. Gave the Falcons three free points. So, Zach, I am going to say fair. It was fair to boo the decision to remove Levis and to put Willis in the game on first and 10 in the red zone, up 7-3 in that spot. And I think everybody should understand, and I hope Titans players that we'll hear from too soon, understand that fans should not be booing Malik Willis. Like, I, I do feel bad for Malik. Like, that sucks. Like, I, I get that. But this is who the head coach This is Mike Vrabel, who is a troll himself. Mike Vrabel trolling all the way back to draft day, waving in the camera, not drafting a wide receiver in the fifth round, uh, and and waving and trolling his fans because he knows what's going on. This is Mike Vrabel clearly joking last week in his press conference saying, yeah, I mean, we might run the play in with the quarterbacks, right? Yeah, this is Mike Vrabel joking around and pointing and media giving him a hard time and all this stuff. The fans are paying attention to that. And so the fans are paying attention and they're booing the head coach's decision to do that. Not because Malik's four yard run was bad on first and 10 in the red zone, but because it was a stupid idea after one set of downs in the Will Levis era to put in Malik for something like that's just stupid. Like why, what no other football person would think it's a good idea for a quarterback making his first NFL action for them to pull him out after one set of downs and bring in the other guy for some trick play. That is trying to overthink and outsmart yourself with no common sense. And every once in a while, football coaches lack in the common sense department. And I think it was fair for Titans fans to let Mike Vrabel know how they felt about his decision and how they felt about what he said leading up to the game of, yeah, we'll play both quarterbacks. We might run the plane with them. We might switch series. Might basically treat it like a preseason game. It was fair for that boo towards Vrabel. What do you think about the fans that were booing Malik Willis? They should not boo Malik Willis. There's no productivity in that. What do you mean productivity? Like, there's nothing productive. You know, it's a lack of productivity. Malik Willis's play. Oh, that, agree. Talk about lack. Lack of pro- productivity is Malik Willis's play. And look, this is professional sports, right? You don't boo high school kids. You know, at this point, you can probably boo college kids. You, you, you need to tell that to about a bazillion parents across no, the country. No, 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 you can, no, but yeah, and parents are rough at high school. But like you, like he's a professional athlete getting paid to go out there and play. Malik Willis is. But I don't think there's anything productive. But he's been booing. bad. No, the only yeah. thing that has been non-productive but again, is like, Malik Willis playing football for the Tennessee Titans. He can't score. He can't run. He can't throw. He can't pass. He can't catch. 
That's multiple fumbles from Malik Willis. You remember the first time he got on the field and yes. they did a jet sweep, he fumbled that football too. Yeah, and Mike Vrabel learns a lesson. People don't forget, right? But it, it and I let, let's go to the players, and then I'll get into my. You can kind of hint on where I'm at, but let's get to the players and what they think. And are they going to support their teammate? That that shows exactly what type of culture the locker room truly is, and how some of these players spoke. Yeah, Will Levis, DeAndre Hopkins, and Derrick Henry talking about the Titans fans booing when Malik came back on the field. But real quick, the Bone and Joint Institute is where you should turn whenever an injury arises in life. Injuries are a major inconvenience, and you never want to let that injury linger and just bog down the rest of your life or that current stage of your life. So go ch get it checked out. The Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, they've got everything at their Franklin facility to help you out, get back to the road to recovery. Hopefully you don't need surgery, but if you need treatment, if you just need to figure out what's going on, they'll help you out and help, help you get it right, right away with all their experts, all under one roof in Franklin or online, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we're powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You see that right there on your screen. All right, so let's hear from the quarterback, Will Levis, and DeAndre Hopkins first on the boos towards Malik Willis. Something maybe to build on going forward. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just one of 11. I mean, uh, there's a lot of guys that did their jobs today that uh, won us that game. I mean, seven being one of them, Malik, uh, really, uh, that's a, that left a sour taste in all of our mouths when we were hearing those boos when he was coming on the field. And uh, we got to know that he's going to be a big part of us going forward to win games so uh let's just come correct next time as fans and and treat them correctly just you know trying to come down with the ball and build confidence for for the quarterback and uh you know for the for the titans fans you know us in luck room we we don't appreciate the booze for malik you know that's that's very unfair you know uh he's he's on his team and you know he's part of us you know when what we do so you know just definitely it's you know not something i expected coming here you know, and I don't think that's very fair uh, for Malik. Levis and Dehop. Now, I thought the most interesting thing about those two answers is that the question that they were answering had nothing to do with Malik being booed. Both Levis and Hopkins brought up on their own that they wanted to say something about Malik to defend Malik. Do you, any response there? We've got a great Derrick Henry back and forth. It's a longer video. But, Zach, anything to add before we hit, get to Henry? No, it's teammates supporting teammates. And as long as Malik Willis is a teammate of all of the Tennessee Titans, it shows what the leadership group of the team is going to support. They should support uh, and tell the fans because they have their they have the microphone, right, at that point. And they took advantage of having the microphone and sending a message to the fans so that they essentially, I think what they try, they're trying to do is nip that in the bud. So yep. that doesn't continue to build and grow, which I think is smart for the player's standpoint. Yeah. So <clears throat> here is Derek Henry, who brought up the booze for Malik and had a back and forth with some Titans media. You spoke about Malik Willis when he went out there. And oh, yeah, I definitely was going to say something about that. Well, what's your input in regards to that? Well, I was in the game, and um, we were – Going for us, so I'm like, who, what are they booing about? And I'm looking around, and then until I seen uh, uh, Malik go out and, and, and Will come in, and I realized I'm like, they booing Malik. I mean, uh, he's a part of the team. Um, you know, he he was drafted here. Um, he's worked 
as, as hard as he can to make it to this point and would do anything he can to help, you know, this organization win. He's a great teammate. Um, you know, he works his tail off each and every day um, to be to be ready and to come in to make plays. And that's all he's trying to do. Um, I understand, you know, fans are frustrated, um, you know, when we lose and it's not going the way we all plan. But, you know, we all frustrated. Nobody wants to win, you know, more than we do as players because we don't want out there and, um, you know, trying to do the best we can to showcase and go out there and, and win games and, you know, have the fans in it. And, you know, it's like, you know, we're, we're all a family. So, you know, it just it doesn't help, you know, being booed, you know, you know, when you're just trying to go in there and make a play. And I'm sure, you know, his, since the kid's been his dream to come play in the NFL and for his organization, I just feel like, you know, that ain't needed, you know, for somebody that's just coming in to, to, to help us win. And Malik's a great, a great kid and a, a great person. And, you know, he'll do anything to help this organization win. The feedback that we've been getting, though, from fans, though, is that they weren't booing him necessarily, but booing the decision. What decision? Because he got four yards on that on that play, that's, that's positive. I so think it's, it, it took Will out to take, to, to take Will out to put him in. It's, it's kind of what the other side's thinking. Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, Will wasn't done. I mean, I think Coach put it out there. They both were going to play. So I think everybody should have been anticipating that. Um, you know, e either way it goes. And, you know, and I feel like on that play, it was a positive play, and um, Malik got what he could out of that play. And I feel like – I, I just don't feel like it was no need of booing. Now, we was getting whooped, and they were just going crazy on us. We weren't doing anything. Then I, I understand that. But it was – we were we were moving forward. Everything everything was positive. Can't they be upset at his previous play where he couldn't handle the snap and couldn't fall on it? I mean, everybody's entitled to how they want to feel. But, but but at the same time, everything is going in a, in a great way. I don't feel like there's there's no need of booing. I mean, I mean, uh, we 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 understand that they are they are frustrated, and you know we want to do everything we can to get this thing going the right way. Like I told, like but like I said before, I mean, Malik wants to win just as bad as anybody on this team and this organization and and the fan base as well. I mean, that's a really interesting back and forth with Derek Media, Derek Henry and Titans Media. And it wasn't just Paul, right? Like Paul, independent media member, going out there and trying to stir up stuff that he has a reputation for that people get on to him about. That was Buck with us and with the Zone, Titans radio affiliate. And Jim White was in there going with the back and forth as a team employee. So I think, it's, I think it was a really strong back and forth between those four individuals to try to figure out how Derek feels about it and representing the fans in a good way. But I also think Derrick Henry answered the reason why. Yeah. Because that ultimately is what we're talking about, is why did fans boo? They definitely booed. You're not going to be able to take a survey of everyone in that stadium on why they booed. You're also not going to have a recording of everybody at home, what they said in their living room when they saw Malik Willis go out there for another snap later on in the game. I think the why is Derek and, uh, Henry answering, the fans are frustrated. They're frustrated with Malik Willis. Now, not him as a person, but him as a player. We have seen enough of Malik Willis. Is he a good guy? Is he a good football player at times? He was drafted for a reason. But he has been very unproductive. And he's had chances. This is not like this is the first time we've ever seen Malik Willis. He had a very poor performance when he had an opportunity to get in the game in London, he had a poor performance 
at the very end of the game, even dating back at Kansas City, where they couldn't move the ball when they needed to move the ball in overtime, right? There are more op- there are more examples of that. Yeah. Fans are frustrated, keyword that Derrick Henry used at Malik Willis's play at quarterback for the team. I agree with you, Austin. I think they're also frustrated in how Mike Vrabel handled this situation over the last two weeks because we've seen enough football. Having two quarterbacks is about as good as having no quarterback, right? There's a saying, it may work back in the day when Steve Spurrier was head coach for a college football team, but it doesn't work in professional football. You need one quarterback. And they had just seen Will Levis, the guy that the franchise had traded up to draft, play superb. They did not want to see Malik Willis and what we have seen already in the game give the opponent three points, essentially. Yep. And all, all of the history that Malik Willis has played in two-tone blue, unfortunate, fortunate, it just is the way that it is. But the boos are fair. It's also fair for the teammates to come to his aid. But you can boo whatever the hell that you want to boo. You don't say you know, bad words or cuss them out or say racial slur. You don't do any of that. That is off limits. But you can boo when you are frustrated at a football team, at a player, at a decision, as a fan base. And it wasn't just one. It was about 60,000 that agreed that they were booing in unison. Yeah, and and also, like, if you're going to boo, then you also have to be able to listen to the players that are pissed about you booing, too, right? Like, there's booing doesn't go without consequence. So I want to get to a couple things from some chats, comments here in a second. Uh, one, Aaron Brewer had a bad game snapping in a shotgun yesterday. Aaron Brewer's snap to Malik on the fumble was a terrible snap. One, it was hot, and it was far upright. Now, Malik has to get on the football and live to play another play. Like, that is where I think Malik Willis messed up. He tried to pick it up with one hand. It's like when you're playing in the outfield, you pick the ball up rolling with your hand, not your glove, to get it up faster, right? You fall on the football, get the second down. And two, Mike Vrabel has created a lot of this for himself, and Malik Willis got the heat of it, right? I think that's to it. So John Lee B. I I do have a question real quick. Did Mike Vrabel, because there was a lot of content yesterday, did Mike Vrabel comment on the booze? I did not hear it. I didn't Um, hear that either. He does talk at 11 o'clock today, so in like less than two hours. So maybe we will figure out what that is, especially after, you know, the players. Look, to me, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Levis all brought it up on their own. There was a conversation in that locker room pre-press conferences, those guys came together and said, we're going to bring this up if we're not asked about it. And I agree. They they, they were in the correct, they were in the right, right? Yes. They, yes, they, no they should have done that. You need to support your teammates. But I also am, fans can boo if they want to boo. All right, John Lee, Jay Lee B says, not sure if you're talking about it yet. Uh, wanted to say, don't think the fans are booing Malik. Think they're booing the decision to take out the hot hand that was getting the Titans down the field. And, uh, you know, Jay Lee B came back booing the idea of taking out the hot hand, getting down the field and not booing Malik. Yeah, also, where does this team struggle the most? The red zone, right? So you're going to try to do something to get cute in the red zone to risk an opportunity to go up two scores? Like, that's that's kind of, it's it's everything into one moment 
It's the fumble from the fourth play of the game. It's the red zone struggles the entire season and some to an extent last year, not being able to score touchdowns. Levis just had the first bomb touchdown pass to D hop earlier, like, you know, 20 minutes before this, it's all of it into one. That's why fans boo Malik Willis. I believe we will see more of him the rest of the year. I just think that it will be in spots. I'm, Malik Willis has proven that he can be athletic and can gain yards with his legs. But Austin, Malik Willis has also proved to date that he can't play four quarters and win NFL football games. There's a difference. I agree with you that I believe we will see Malik Willis in spots. I do not think we should. I, I'm probably with you. I'd rather see Will Levis just take the reins. But the Titans are cute. They've always been cute. Derrick Henry throwing touchdown passes, right? Reverses. You know, but that's football. So I expect that to happen. And I, I'm curious to see if fans will boo if Malik Willis goes in the game at, at home in Nissan Stadium. Yeah. Got more super chats to get to. Uh, Noah says people are comparing booing other players like Tannehill and Diop. Uh, let me say booing players' performance in a bad loss is warranty warranted. Booing a player when winning is different, regardless of the situation. So Noah's more foul. I think they were booing. They were booing the idea of Malik Willis and removing Levis and Mike but, Vrabel's comments leading up to the game. All yes, yes, and yes. But Malik Willis has not won the fan base over that he can help the offense consistently. So that's yes. why they're booing. Yeah, agree. Uh, like, my guy, we, si, we have this, this on record. <laughs> sure. My guy, Sai, uh, at this point, it's pathetic reading these comments. Titans fans seem to be classless and ignorant to the sport. Opportunities aren't created equal. I think that's too strong for my guy, Sai, but look, you know, ah, your opinion, you can guys. say let, let, we're gonna, Let's not get our panties in a lot. Let, let, let's be real. It's okay. Like, let's... Let's not be so sensitive. Like we need to be a little bit less sensitive in society. And this is a great example of don't be, don't be sensitive. They're booze. You're not, you're not chucking beer cans at the guy. You're booing him. Yeah, like, when I say something, when I, it, when I say something in Zach's opinion, that's stupid, you tell the chat to boo me all boo the time, this man. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sensitive here. All right. There's a time and place to be sensitive. And, Let's let's tone this thing back. I, that's a big problem that I have. They're booze. Come All right. Uh, more super chats before we move on here. Philip says, Levis was great, but the most vital thing he did was save Vrabel from scrutiny he was going to get because he, I think he intended to play Malik more. I don't disagree with that, Philip. Malik only got two snaps. I, that's hey, hey, how you play more is you prevent the coach from playing other players. And the best way to do that is on-field performance. Yeah. And Will Levis did exactly that. Yeah, Nathaniel asks, uh, name the last time Ryan Tannehill threw for four touchdowns. I know it. Zach, do you know it? Um, was that against the Houston Texans? Yes. Week 18, 2021 season. So January of 2022. Absolutely. And then Amnesia says, Austin, uh, that's only if they continue to play Levis. What happens when Tannehill's ready to go? Do you bench Levis? and play Tannehill. That is what we will find out as that occurs. So 
Uh, we don't have the answer to that yet, but um, we will at some point because Ryan Tannehill's ankle injury is not like it was a year ago. It's not as bad as it was. The tightrope surgery is going to help him get back. I, you know, does a team want to trade for him? I saw some comments on Twitter during the show that you can pass a physical in air quotes if you really want to pass a physical. You can get a, Look, around with things. It's it's a really. I don't want to get into it right now because there's so much to unpack. I feel like we could do that tomorrow because some decisions are going to be made and interest trade deadline. I mean, we're that, that win was big for the Tennessee Titans this season. Right. And what they yeah. did. Will Levis's play was massive for the implications on the decisions that they make. I think trading away Kevin Byard was the right decision, no matter what, because I don't think he was going to be a Tennessee Titan next year. And you got something for him. You got a couple of draft picks and a player, and you need those draft picks, regardless of if they're late round picks. Maybe you can utilize those when it comes draft time next year. Bayard, it was the smart move. Now they got to kind of take a look in the mirror and say, what are we and what do we want to be and with what quarterback under center? Yeah, uh, no doubt. Um, and also, hey, the trade deadline is 20, 30 hours away, right? So Derrick Henry, I, I still think there's, who knows what's going to happen there. The trade deadline isn't here yet. The Titans are three and four, uh, but you never really know uh, what that situation is going to be now. But we've got a lot to talk about over the next uh, couple of days, day and a half before the trade deadline. Uh, but Zach, it is now time for us to get to the age game that we do to wrap up every Monday show. If you have not liked the show, hit the thumbs up button. If you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, big audiences here this morning as the Titans got to three and four with a massive win. Will Levis throwing four touchdowns in his debut. Hit the like button, thumbs up on Facebook, on YouTube. We greatly appreciate that. But now time for the age game. But quick shout out to our friends, Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see our friends uh, and our, our buddy Payne Bone there in Lebanon for your new ride at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Zach, I have the uh, I have the comments blocked. I cannot see them for the age game, which is customary. I like the Titans before yesterday's game, two and four or two and five. I lost in the bye week, two and five in the age game. I need to get to three and five. Well, here's your opportunity. And there is a theme now at the end of this that you'll connect the dots of why I say that. But yesterday, unfortunately, and we all saw the news, Matthew Perry passed away, uh, unfortunately, said by maybe drowning. I don't know there's conflicting reports, maybe in his, his jacuzzi at home. Uh, but terrible, right? I mean, Matthew yeah. Perry, we we all grew up with the friends and all the movies that he did. He was a notable figure and you know, gone too soon is correct when you, you know, pass away at age 54. But Matthew Perry had done multiple movies prior to his death, including one movie that I found and find hilarious. And it's an old school movie starring Matthew Perry and Bruce Willis. How old is Bruce Willis? The whole nine yards, if you've never seen that movie, I, I highly recommend you going back to see that movie. It's a great movie. Willis is the connector. We were just talking about Malik Willis. How old is Bruce Willis? 
and Bruce Willis dealing with uh, a form of dementia himself. So right. prayers go out to, to Bruce as, as he's struggled with that over the last couple of years. How we play this game is Austin has his guess. The comments, be quick, but don't hurry. Because the first comment, as we see them on the comments, is our champion, our age game champion for the week. We've had some really good champions over the last couple of weeks. The question is, how old is Bruce Willis? I'm struggling to place him in a decade. Is he in his 60s or is he in his 70s for Bruce Willis? Um, I don't know. I usually try to co- like connect dots to get to an educated guess. I've done it with success with Earl Campbell and uh, Mike Keith back in the day. That's where my two wins are. I don't know the year that the diehard movies were created, but I do know those are like in the mid to late eighties and Bruce Willis had to be late thirties, maybe. So late thirties in night. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Bruce Willis is 67 years old. That is my answer. Final A to Z. That's it. 67. Final A to Z. So Austin goes 67. Let's go to the chat and figure out if Austin is correct or who else is correct. 64 from James. This was the first number that we got. Well, actually, Gary and Lou Man were the first, but they had 54. And that was that Matthew is... Perry's age of passing. So maybe they were trying to guess that. Yep. Uh, American Tough goes with 69. That's nice. But that is incorrect. Tress goes with 64. That is incorrect. Our girl Liz goes with 69. Also nice, but also incorrect. Bork says 64. Wrong. 58 from Mr. Jones. Incorrect. IR, 56. Wrong. Paul, 64. Jason, 64. Wrong and wrong. Hello, ladies. No, 74 <laughs> is incorrect. 66 is also wrong. Orlando uh, goes with 61. That is wrong. 54 from Scary Harry. You got a shot here, Austin, because we haven't seen 67 yet. Mark D says 62. That's incorrect. But we finally come to uh, our winner and champion, and Austin, oh, so close. Uh, 68. Bruce Willis is 68 years young in that sense. Ah, one off. But man, when you said, I thought you were going to say, I, I almost said 68. I really, and did. then I went down one year. I was like, he's not at that old. Oh man. My gut March 19th, 1955, 68 years old, Bruce Willis. So and congratulations to Justin, our champion. And you know what Justin wins? And we don't do this for everybody. 40% off all (laughs) merch. You can get yours right now. We've just changed it. There's 40% off. So, Justin, go get yourself an A to Z sports shirt, an A to Z sports hat, a long sleeve. We've got pullovers. But just for you, 40% off of merch. Go to shop.a to z sports. 
Nashville.com, and you can get 40% off of merch, and you can rock that you're a champion of our age game and A to Z sports. Now, Devin says he was the he was first, but um no, Devin, no, Devin we have not. a chat that come Devin's on Facebook, Justin's on YouTube. You guys can't see each other's comments, but we have a feed that puts them in chronological order. They're condensed, so, and I yeah. the I went back and I I looked at them. So this is equal opportunity, folks. I don't. I'm not biased. If Big Ten Jeff wins, Big Ten Jeff wins. I don't play biased of anything. But today, Justin wins. He is our age game champion. Very close from Austin, but impressive. Ah. Impressive. Ah, it was a lot so closer than who would you, you say was 92. Oh, that's because I was guessing the wrong person. Uh, King Philip or Prince Harry. Oh no. yeah, yeah, the king. <laughs> I don't know. King King. Charles, King Charles, King but Charles I was III. thinking Prince Philip is what I was doing. Yeah. So that's, you know, confusion uh, with the Royal family. All right. That's it for us here on this Monday, massive show. Like Zach mentioned, 40% off all of our merch. So get yours before it's gone. Shop.a2zsportsnational.com. Our merch is moving. So Zach and I don't want boxes in our houses. So please buy our stuff. Shop.a2zsportsnational.com. Also coming up after Mike Vrabel's press conference today, Titans at two with Sam Phelan this afternoon. Uh, presented by Doe Bird in Green Hills. Tightens it to a Sam uh, to react to more of what Vrabel has to say after that big win over the Falcons. And make sure you like the show before you head out of here. Always give us that thumbs up. We need that on Facebook and YouTube. That just helps us out, makes it better. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday Buck Rising Live tonight with A to Z Sports Primetime at 8. See you tomorrow. Thanks as always.